Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. So on Sunday, I was uh, at the grocery store. Very windy yesterday. And uh, I got back to my car, put my groceries in, and I was sitting in the car texting. And uh, all of a sudden, I hear this big bang. And I look over, and this older woman who had been getting into her car after me, if the wind caught the door and it hammered it into the side oh, of my car. Oh, no. So I gave her the big stare down. You know, tough guy, Craigie, staring down an 85-year-old woman. <laughs> Poor woman was like, oh, the one person that's sitting in their car yeah. when this happened. So embarrassing. And it's certainly uh, I've been in this position. There was a guy here that uh, we work with who was parked beside me, and the wind caught my door one morning and took his uh, side mirror completely off. So, I, you know, I, I felt bad for her. I could tell she was totally embarrassed, and I got out, and I took a little look, and it really wasn't uh, that bad. It sounded worse than it was, and so I just said to her, look, the car's old. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and she uh, she apologized and moved along. But, you know, you, you never really know. Some people just, you know, they snap with that stuff, and then, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm always the one who's, and maybe it's because I've never really driven a nice car. <laughs> So I'm not really all that worried about it, but I'm always kind of the one to, you know, ah, some mistakes are made. I mean, unless somebody really like plows India and destroys the back of your car, eh, right. little nicks and scratches, I'm not going to make a big stink about it. Well, yeah, I guess if, there, if there's damage that you have to repair, right? Mm-hmm. Like it shouldn't technically have to come out of your pocket or no. certainly not alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, yes, accidents do happen. Uh, some are avoidable. Mm. Uh, and if someone's at fault and that... That's different. But there's, there are people out there who, who look to, you know, scam. Oh, right? sure. Or make a buck off this yep. kind of thing. Yep. You know, I had one little fender bender years ago that, you know, I remember I'd just gotten the car. This was, you know, a brand new uh, Volkswagen Jetta. I, mean, I really wanted this car. Got it. And within a month, uh, I was coming off the highway. And, you know, you just stop at the end of the ramp mm. at the you know red light. We're making a right. And the car in front of me, big space, and so they started to go. And I kind of looked to my left to make sure it was clear to go as well. And as I did, I was just kind of, you know, rolling off the clutch a little Mm -hmm. bit. And boom, they were still there. They hadn't gone. And I still don't know why they hadn't, uh, but they hadn't gone. So I just literally just rolled in. So I thought, oh, crap, okay. Put on the the flashers and got out and just, you know, took a quick look and then went to the window and said, hey, you know, no damage. We're all good. And she said, oh, my back. Oh, come on. I went, oh, here we go. Gave you an Oscar-winning performance. Oh, it was it was something. Yeah, she so when we had to pull off into a parking lot, which to which she got out and walked, because he had to go get a phone, right? She had right, to walk. Sure. It, it was right by a hotel, so she walked over into the hotel, called 911. Wow. You just kissed her bumper. Uh, yeah, just barely. And and so, long story short, when the cops came, the ambulance came, everyone was expecting this major collision mm. and saw nothing, and I think she was probably read the riot act. I uh, I had a lady once where I I tapped into her in a parking lot and uh, same thing she was but she was very kind I mean she just said well look let's exchange information and and if there's any repairs that need uh, doing then uh, then we'll get in touch with my husband will call you or whatever so I'm like okay I'm so sorry I gave her the number off she went off I went well doesn't her uh, husband call me that afternoon and he's like Liam Neeson and taken. <laughs> I will find you. I will hunt you down. You will pay for these repairs. We will eventually be able to gather like we once did. Come on. Yes, there will come a day. And I think uh, probably a little refresher in etiquette is going to be needed. Because 
We forget. We've been sitting around in our house pants, <laughs> scratching and picking at ourselves. Uh, so when you do get to go back out there and mix and mingle with the rest of the cattle, saying things like please and thank you at all times. Okay. You know, wherever you are, be it a, you know, even, even a gas station. You put your own gas in the car. You go in to pay and do whatever. Thank you. Have a good day. Have a great evening. Have a great weekend. Th- these are the nice things we do. We just back and forth. I mean, if you haven't been doing it mm. through all of this, I don't see how people are going to start doing it oh, probably when not. it's over. No, no. if you're right. yeah, if you're ignorant to begin with, like if you're not thanking people, like the person wiping down your cart for you mm-hmm. before you go into the grocery store, That's if right. you don't acknowledge and you know a quick thank you, I can understand. Uh, you know, some people just even talking indoors right, right now seems like it's wrong, or you know, or has for the last little while. Uh, you know, at least a nod or a little wave, some sort of acknowledgement of uh, of the job that they're doing to keep you safe. You know, you can tell. It's funny. I was uh, at a grocery store over the weekend, and uh, you can tell the, the staff is just so tired of it. And I understand. I completely, completely uh, understand how tired they must be of dealing with it constantly, wiping everything down. And But so as you walk into this one particular grocery store, they got the big uh, sign at the front with all the different uh, symptoms you could have with COVID, right? Right, They want to make sure you... And they've always got someone working that door and asking (laughs) you... The one no one's read. Well, that's right. And at first, they would have you stand there and they would literally recite the whole thing to you, right? Oh, yeah. They were very focused. Wow. Well, now, so I walk in the other day and it's a guy uh, monitoring the door and he doesn't even look up at me. He just kind of points at the billboard. Got any of these? (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) You know, come on in. Surprised they haven't just heard it. You good? All right. (laughs) Well, that's basically what it is at this point. So I remember to say please and thank you always. Uh, stepping outside or away from a group of people you're with if you're taking a phone call. Right, yes. You know, if you're on a patio having a pint and your phone rings, get up and go for a walk. I've always thought you needed to do that just to hear anyway. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, well, maybe it's because they still got the uh, the Bluetooth earpiece, the fancy <laughs> one. They have not, no problem tuning into their call. That's right. Um, if you're driving. You know, when you're allowed to go drive to somebody's house or right. a gathering, a concert perhaps, use your turn signals. Oh, they have those? Yeah, they do. I, I not on high-end cars. Uh, the high-end ones, I'm not sure. <laughs> That's an option. <laughs> Somehow when the cooling seats go on, right. the turn signals go off. The douchebaggery dial on new, <laughs> on new cars, high-end vehicles is very nice. Now, you know you want to merge or turn left, right. but I don't. Yes. So let us know. It's dangerous and it's rude. Uh, continue, even when we've all got the vaccine. Cough or sneeze in your elbow. Please just continue right. to do that. Yeah. And write thank you notes. Now, you don't have to actually, like, you know, go pen to paper and go to the post office and mail something, even a text. If somebody does something nice for you, mm. you know, goes, uh, even if it, like, it could be your mechanic or as we head into tax season, maybe it's your accountant or your tax guy. If they go the extra distance, if they really seem to help you, you know, a little text saying, hey, man, thank you. know, I really appreciate what you did or thank you for that. It's, it's right. appreciated. I like thanking people when they yeah. they help you out or, or showing appreciation. Yeah. It's nice. But all of these seems like v- very nice things mm. and easy enough to do. But, you know, once we get back to normal. Mm. We're pigs. <laughs> Ignant pigs. Especially when we're tired. About two weeks after we're allowed to see everyone, when we're tired of seeing everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Listen, we'll stop these. I'm already dreading Thanksgiving. Like, I don't think there's going to be an Easter. I think it's too soon, but I'm already dreading. Imagine, like, being again around a big family table with everybody eating and talking and drinking. Right. It seems almost gross right now. Can you imagine, too, how much or how little you're going to want to hear about what everyone's done for the last year? <laughs> <laughs> when you can finally get back together yeah. and you got to listen, you know, Oh, we, uh, how was your lockdown? How was your lockdown? Like, no, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about something moving forward now. If Thanksgiving is October, then about September, I'm going to start telling family members there's a fifth wave. <laughs> it's a new wave. New wave. Sorry, can't make it. Maybe Christmas. The longest streak of sold out games in sports is for a minor league baseball team in Ohio called the Dayton Dragons. Okay. They've sold out every game for the past 19 years. That's a total of more than 1,316 games in a row. Seven seats in that stadium. Yeah, probably. And what else do you do in Dayton? <laughs> Get drunk and Not fight. Not Dayton. <laughs> no, no, no. Not inside your family, at least. <laughs> to the good people of Dayton, Ohio, we apologize. I'm sure, I'm sure you're lovely people. All of our listeners in Dayton. <laughs> That's right. We're huge in Dayton. <laughs> The Washington Generals lost to the Harlem Globetrotters 2,495 times in a row before they actually beat them January 5th, 1971. <laughs> I think it's happened a few times since as well. Like they've they, actually lost. Every now and then they throw in a Generals win. Yeah. <laughs> just, to, just to keep them showing up. If the Harlem Globetrotters are that damn good, why do they not play in the NBA? All right, well... They have certain rules <laughs> about, you know, holding the basketball out and taunting right. people and right. pulling down the referee's pants and stuff like that. The Transformers cartoon from the 1980s once had a fictional Middle East city named Carbomia. Ooh, yeah, that doesn't play so well. Wow. I remember watching that cartoon. I don't, I, of yeah. course, don't remember that. It would have gone way over my head anyway. Casey Kasem was one of the voices on the show, and he quit. Because of that car bomb you, he found it offensive and and uh, and gave up the gig. So good on him. Scooby Doo as well. He was Scooby Doo as well. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he did well. He pretty did, good. He pretty good. Him. And he had his uh, you some know, little countdown show he had he too. He did that. Yeah. Long distance request from prison for a crime I didn't commit. <laughs> uh, Domino's and Pizza Hut are luxury items in Japan. A large pizza, uh, pizza in Japan could cost you 35 bucks. I am tempted still to try this Pizza Hut KFC combination <laughs> that's come across. Dr. Downer online too. <laughs> Have you heard about this thing? Yes. And so it is a, a pizza pie from Pizza Hut, mm -hmm. but it's covered not in red sauce, but KFC gravy <laughs> with popcorn, chicken, corn, and cheese. I mean, it sounds heavy. Yeah. Um, I would say if you're going to try this, do it now. Because <laughs> there's going to come a time in your life when you just right, cannot yes. digest that kind of food no, anymore. Uh, I'm not sure I can anyway, but we'll... Uh, I just said, it sounds tempting. If you're thinking about getting a little uh, getaway place on the moon, say you want to own a home on the moon, okay. your living expenses would be about $325,000 a month. Or the same as Oshawa taxes. Right. Right. Well, it's because, you know, there's not a lot of, like, local LCBOs or <laughs> Amazon still isn't delivering same day to the no? moon. No. So uh, expenses would be high if you were living on and the moon. And you need, uh, what do you need to pump in? Oh, yeah, air. Right. Right. <laughs> 
And Billy Bob Thornton has a phobia of antiques and refuses to stay in a room that has furniture from earlier than 1950. Wow. Like to be in a room? I guess so. He won't stay in a room. Now, I don't know, like in a hotel, unless it was some kind of boutique-y right. old place. Uh, yeah. I, it'd be pretty rude if he came to your house and refused to stay because he thinks a chair is from 1949. How do you check that? I don't know. Like I, other than the yeah, bed and breakfast. Right. I mean, you think most hotels have updated sometime in the last seventy years. And what's the phobia of? Like, does he think they're cursed or they're yeah, gonna... maybe associated with someone, yeah. someone's past life? Yeah. I don't know. This is a dude who carried around vials of blood on his neck <laughs> at one point. <laughs> He's got phobias. <laughs> Time for a chat with Teddy Reader for Holinda's Meets. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Morning, Teddy. How's it going? Ah, uh, you know, I'm vertical. <laughs> That's the thing. We we want to stay vertical, horizontal uh, sometimes, but we want to always get upright again. That's it. That's the goal. Just keep walking. That's moving, the goal. Keeping it going. If, if there was a, a season for barbecuing to open up, certainly this past weekend would have been it. It was just uh, splendid out, and I actually got up to El Dorado and around there and the joint, and we're what about a week and a half away from opening now. We are. April 1st is uh, is our goal, and so we're pushing hard to be open uh, for April 1st. Uh, modified menu, some new stuff on the menu, and lots of brisket and burgers. Mm. All live fire cooked, and uh, looking forward to a, a, a season of uh, beer, golf, and barbecue. Probably a good time for people to, to maybe clean up their grills, rush out and buy some new brushes and that sort of thing, Ted. I know I know. at one point they were talking about getting rid of all the uh, the wire brushes and that you shouldn't be using those anymore. You want to buy a good quality grill brush, uh, something that is, <clears throat> if, if, if it's got metal bristles, you want something that where they're mounted in there. I use one called a Felton, F-E-L-T-O-N brush. And it's uh, it's made actually in Hamilton. It's uh, made out of hardwood maple, and the bristles are stainless steel, and they're actually stapled into the wood on the inside. Mm, wow! And so it's it's a great product and it's a good brush. But every year you should buy a couple of different uh, grill brushes. Buy two, two or three, that you've got them for the season, and as they get all gummed up, toss them out. And get a new one, yeah. And that's a, a clean grill is a healthy grill, so always keep your grill clean. It's most important. And at this time of year, like this weekend, scrubbing down your grill, taking out all the grill grates and the and the burner plates and anything else from your gas grills and your charcoal grills, scrape down the, the carbon buildup and clean them up so that they run efficiently. And you'll have a hotter grill and better tasting food. Teddy, you uh, have suggested something to us that I don't know uh, if I've ever heard these two food items being combined, but that's what Teddy Reader does. He takes things that we don't ordinarily think about when it comes to food and he puts them together. And today you've got bacon wrapped carrots. Yeah, it's kind of, uh, you know, the carrot. It gets a bum wrap all the time, <laughs> but. Uh, Carrots are kind of fun, and this is, uh, I didn't create this recipe. I, I saw this through social media a while back, and then I started playing around with it to, uh, to come up with a method that works, and nice and simple and tasty. So you go buy yourself a, a, a fresh bunch of carrots, you know, the ones with the greens on them? So really fresh. Right. Not cleaned right, up at Really all. fresh. Yeah. Not just in a bag. No. The ones that got the green stuff. <clears throat> and you trim them up and peel them, and... And just put a little bit of 
moisture on that carrot, just a touch, okay? And then salt, pepper, and a bit of fresh dill. When you say moisture, what do you mean, like water? Do you oil or water? What do you what do you just water? This? Just, just water. a okay. little bit of water. All right. Just you want the the seasoning to stick on them. So there's okay. usually enough moisture, but sometimes you know just a little bit extra. And salt, pepper, and some fresh dill. Then take a strip of bacon, put it on the cutting board, and stretch it out so it's almost uh, half its length longer. Okay. Okay. And then starting at one end of the carrot, wrap the entire carrot in the bacon super super tight and if you want to secure it with a toothpick when you get to the end that's okay too mm-hmm. all right so you do that with all the carrots 12 carrots 12 slices of bacon put them on a rack and then you're going to put them out into your into your smoker and if you if you don't have a smoker you can do this on a gas grill your temperature setting is going to be anywhere between 275 and three and a quarter all right. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it on a gas grill, you're going to do it indirect uh, because the bacon does have a lot of fat in it, so it will cause a flare-up, so you want to keep it off the main flame. And you're going to cook that, turning them occasionally until the bacon is crisp and the carrot is tender. It takes upwards of about 45 minutes to an hour, nice and low. Okay. And then when the bacon is crispy and the carrot is tender, you pull them out and you eat them just like that. Or you unwrap the bacon, throw out the carrot, and just eat the bacon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The only time I ever really eat carrots is if they're part of like a stir stick and a big Caesar. Oh, okay. You know, and a a nice uh, vodka drink. I was going to say, I use it as the toothpick with my chicken wings. (laughs) Yeah, no, carrots are pretty good. And the the bacon-wrapped carrot is a a lot of fun. You can also do this in your oven at, at 300 degrees. Just pop them in there and turn them until the bacon is done and it's rendered as much of the fat and it's nice and crispy. And it's a great, great way, one, to get the kids to eat the the carrots Mm -hmm. and their veg. And it works with parsnips as well. So you can change it up. Yeah, and as the summer starts to arrive and hopefully we're allowed to gather again, it's probably a nice little plate to put out for guests. Yeah, you have a good time. You got to gather. You got to get out, you know, keep, keep safe distance, but... You know what? We've been cooped up all winter long. It's mm-hmm. time to get outside. It's time to have some fun. Enjoy the fresh air. Fire up your grills, your smokers, and make tasty. Beautiful, Teddy. People want to get a hold of you to talk grilling or anything else. How do they do that? Ah, you're going to find me at Ted Grills on the social media world. Now, some people will feel guilty admitting this, and I've never understand why. Maybe they think it makes them look less a human being or something, or maybe it makes them look a little, they think it looks a little trailer trashy or something, I don't know. But uh, when people were asked how often they watch TV while eating dinner, uh, most common answer is every day. <laughs> right. But people, when asked, hesitate for a second because they're not sure they want to admit it's every day. Mm. You know, it's, it's one of those things of like, if you admit... And I see this, like, I'll see this with the lovely Maria's, like, maybe just men and women in general. Men are more than willing with no shame to admit that we sit in front of the TV for hours. We, we don't feel guilt about it. We don't, we don't care. Women will feel like they're being judged. You know, <laughs> or they'll feel bad. They'll be like, uh, and they'll say, I know, I just, I just don't watch TV. Right. I, I never have the time. Who's got the time for TV? And, and I think the same can be said about uh, meals and dinner 
especially if you got kids, because a lot of women would say, well, I don't, I don't want people knowing that we eat in front of the TV. You judge as if you're failing as some sort of parent. Yeah, right? like you're not being a good enough mom because you're not sitting at a set table with, uh, you know, china and stainless steel cutlery <laughs> and sharing your day. But I think, oh, well, listen, I, honestly, I eat almost every meal in front of the TV. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, there's a TV in every room in my house. Yeah. So, and, and it's basically on all the time. Has one made uh, way to the bathroom yet? Uh, no, but I remember I was in Vegas and they had one in the mirror. Nah, I've seen I that. I thought that was, that was nice. Uh, I'd like to do that. There is a side of me that if we do this reno, we want to add a full bathroom downstairs. And yeah, just get a little TV in the shower <laughs> would be cool. <laughs> I don't know what I mean, you're not really spending that much time in there. Although mm. have one, one in front of you doing your business. Mm-hmm. But everyone's got their own screens they take in anyway. That's true. Yeah, no, I uh, I can't imagine uh, I can't imagine sitting. I, you know, okay, if we're having a big family meal, like Daniel say comes home from England and him and Ariel mm. our first dinner together, of course, TV off around the table, share the meal. We haven't had a meal together in a long time. Yeah, come day two, right, right back to the TV. <laughs> We've caught up. I, I, the only thing that that makes that determination for us is what we're eating. And even that in this pandemic has really kind of slid. Like it used to be like, okay, taco night, mm. bit messy in front of the TV. Sure, sure. So we'll eat that around the table. But even now, it's like, nah, make your tacos in the <laughs> and bring them in the kitchen and bring them in. And just yeah. make sure you eat over your plate. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah. But I always grew up with a TV in our kitchen, and and I remember um, my parents renovating their kitchen at one point, and the guy who came in to do it, uh, the contractor or whatever, he also did some stuff on on some TV things uh, way before, like HGTV. But I remember they, they asked if they could, uh, like, film some of it, right. uh, the finished product. And he and in the in the film, he had to point out, well, at the homeowner's request, we had to put a TV in the kitchen. That's a big deal. Because it was so rare right. at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, now, I mean, one of the first things I bought when I got into my house was a, a white TV mm-hmm. so that it could go into the kitchen next to the cupboard. Oh, listen, I wouldn't buy a house now unless I could see the living room and the TV from the kitchen. Yeah, open my, concept is everything now, beautiful right? Beautiful home, it's got everything, and that, no, I can't see the TV, forget it, we're out. Well, and that was kind of the makeup of houses before, was you had a, a closed-off dining yeah. room and a closed-off kitchen because yeah. of your, having your guests over. Mm-hmm. You know, far be it that the help in the kitchen is heard or seen <laughs> right. while they're doing that. Well, and the thing, too, is there was a time when you would sit around the table to catch up on your day. But now we know each other's business completely. And this is even before COVID, you know, with the texting. I know every movement, every literally every movement everybody's making in my my family. I'll get texts and I'm just as guilty. Uh, off to Shoppers Drug Mart. Anybody need anything? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, boy, it's starting to rain. Uh, thinking about cutting the grass, yeah. you know. Yeah, there's no real need to sit around and talk no. about your day. No. There was a time when you'd leave the house in the morning and nobody heard from you all day. <laughs> you just disappeared. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, and on the uh, topic of food and such, uh, one of your uh, oh, favorite right. things has um, uh, come to pass. Well, it's been something I do when I eat wings all the time is I combine hot sauce in a ranch, mm. right? I'll put the ranch out and put a little hot sauce in it and kind of swirl it in together. Sure. Well, Heinz is bringing out three sauces to Canada only, actually, not into the States. Mm. Uh, one of them is going to be tartar. It's a mixture of tartar sauce and ketchup. And uh, even on the bottle, it's got a picture of fish and chips. So sure. uh, they've designed it specifically for that. They've got a, a sandwich uh, topping called wasabioli. Hmm. So wasabi and aioli mixed. Be interesting. Well, of course, uh, wasabi is like a horseradish, right? Mm-hmm. So it'd be uh, 
pretty good on a, like a steak sandwich. I love condiments. Yeah. And then hanch, which is hot sauce and ranch mixed together. There you go. That's your product right there. Of course, they had mayo chup that they brought out right. as well. Mayo and ketchup for burgers and stuff. See, again, a missed opportunity. Here you were all these years mixing yeah. ranch and, and, and hot sauce together. You could have had Lucky's <laughs> Magic Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you want to put that on your meal? Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.